Hello CC members and partners. This is Eva from the CC team joining you from the Berlin studio. You are very welcome back to the CC podcast telco, the easiest way to catch all the insights that you missed from CC. Today, we'll be listening to Fiber Telecom's CC webinar live keynote and knowledge sharing panel discussion session from the CC Telco Infrastructure 2022 Summit in Rome. Internet exchanges and neutral co-location. Before we get started, I'd like to remind you that on the 20th and the 21st of April this month, Carrier Community returns to Lisbon for the CC Submarine 2023 Summit, brought to you in partnership with lead diamond sponsor Equinix. Set in Portugal, the important strategic subsea global hub and gateway connecting the Mediterranean to the African continent, the CC Submarine 2023 Summit is expected to welcome more than 300 global subsea executives from over 45 players from Africa, LATAM, Europe, and other parts of the world. Visit the events portal on the CC website and via CC Connect to find out more. Now, back to last year's CC Telco Infrastructure Summit, where you're about to hear from Fiber Telecom keynote speaker, Michelle Canella, Chief Business Development Officer, and from our expert panel, Wouter Ensing, Business Development Manager at AMSIX, Maurizio Goretti, CEO at Namex, Feliz Yilmaz, Director of EMEA Interconnection at Equinix, Kyle Spencer, Executive Director at Uganda Internet Exchange Point, Roman Y. Zielinski, Head of International Development at MSKIX, and last but not least, Norani Nimpuno, Head of Global Engagement at Lynx. Let's take a listen to what these experts had to share on the topic, internet exchanges and neutral co-location. So welcome again, um, uh, guys, we're going to talk about the, 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 what are we going to talk about? Oh yeah, the internet, <laughs> something like IXPs, IXs, what's that? X, I know, I have two, um, but IX, no, that's a different story. So IX is a neutral colo, so so happy and, and, and welcome. And uh, we would like to welcome Kyle as well on screen. Hi, Kyle, you good? Okay, so give them all a quick round so, so they have uh, the possibility to introduce themselves. So, um, uh, uh, Kyle, apologies, but I'm going to start with the ladies. I'm old school, uh, you know. Uh, so I'll give the word to the ladies first. So, please. That's your microphone. I have my own microphone. That's Sandy. Mm -hmm. uh, my name is Phyllis Yilmaz. Uh, I'm the director of interconnection uh, at Econix. Um, uh, we are part of the business development uh, within EMEA region. Uh, Econix is uh, essentially a, a neutral uh, carrier neutral vendor neutral data center provider. Um, but we understand the interconnection and the need for that uh, quite well over this since. Uh, we started that, uh, that's in our foundation. And uh, specifically my team looks into this, um, enriching the internet eco, uh, interconnected ecosystems within our facilities um, to, uh, as they turn into hubs, uh, as, uh, you know, co cloud providers come in, uh, network providers come in. And um, with that understanding for the interconnection and the focus with that enriching that ecosystem, we also have digital products uh, next to our traditional cross-connect products as a data center. And uh, among the interconnection services, we have our, we run our own um, IXP brand, uh, Econix IXPs in our facilities, majority of our facilities, next to our um, other digital services like um, uh, private interconnect platforms. So anything else, milk, bread, anything <laughs> you don't do? Uh, there are a few things that we say, like Italian food, we don't have authority there, we leave it to. <laughs> you heard that, Daniele? You heard that? Okay. Right? Thank <laughs> you. It. Thank you so much, Nurani. Lovely. Hello, everyone. My name is Nurana Nimpuno. I'm the Head of Global Engagement at Lynx, the London Internet Exchange. 
so the London Internet Exchange, as you can hear from the name, started in London. It was one of the very first IXPs in Europe. Um, and it, it has gone on an, on an incredible journey from its start. It was one of those very small internet exchange points at the time when most of the traffic was going to the US. And um, the links was um, an initiative really to keep some of that traffic uh, in Europe. Uh, so from having been a very simple uh, IXP, just offering local interconnection, it has now also developed both in terms of our products and services we are offering. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about, I think all of us are, are on that journey or um, continuing on that journey. Uh, but also in terms of where we are, because we're not only in London, we have expanded and built smaller exchange points all over the region and also on some of the other continents. So happy to explore that further. Thank, Thank you. you and welcome to you too. So let's, let's, let's move back to the continent, so from London to Amsterdam. Wouter, welcome. Thank you, uh, Eric. Uh, my name is Wouter Rensing. I work for uh, the Amsterdam Internet Exchange, similar to... Uh, to links one of the first uh, and, and also largest exchange points in uh, in the world and um, I, uh, I look after business development so a lot of the expansion that we've uh, that we've seen over the last two to three years uh, um, internationally I've been uh, I've been involved with and uh, let's see where we go okay thank you so much Kyle you're up tell us introduce yourself please so I'm Kyle Spencer. I'm the executive director of the Uganda Internet Exchange Point. Uh, we're located in Kampala, and we've recently expanded into Uganda's first <coughs> carrier neutral data center, which I think segues nice, nicely into this uh, panel discussion. I'm also the uh, coordinator of the African IXP Association. Uh, and as you might imagine, we work to promote the development of the internet and internet exchanges in our region. Okay, sounds fantastic. Thank you and good having you, Kyle. Thank you so much. Maurizio. Hello. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, my name is uh, Maurizio Goretti. I am uh, the CEO of Namex. Namex is the Rome Internet Exchange Point. We are, um, uh, we, we started very early also. Uh, 1995 was uh, the first bit that, uh, that started in, uh, in our exchange point. And yes, based in Rome, uh, we are at home uh, today, yes, in some way. Um, thank you for having us. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you for having us. Uh, um, we are uh, member-based, and means that um, all the members share the uh, same court of, uh, of uh, NAMEX. Uh, we are not for profit, we are neutral. Maybe we can, uh, we can uh, talk uh, also about this uh, later. And uh, yeah, as a Italian exchange point, uh, one of our um, biggest uh, members is uh, Team and, and Team Sparkles. And uh, yeah, we also, we, we are not only in Rome, we opened up recently a regional exchange point in the south of Italy, in Bari, where a couple of, uh, where yeah, some submarine cable lands. And we have uh, also uh, a point of present in uh, Tirana in Albania, where we are, where we help it, uh, the local uh, ISP community to start the first neutral inter-exchange point. Okay, thank you. Roman? Up to you. Hello, everyone. My name is Roman Zelinsky. I'm a head of international development at MSKIX, Moscow Exchange. The same, uh, it's the oldest one in the biggest uh, IX in Russian CIS countries. Uh, we started also in 1995. Uh, at the moment, it's about uh, 850 uh, uh, unique SNs at our network. And of course, uh, as usually at uh, the moment, uh, internet exchange point, it's not just only one point. We cover all over the Russia, CS country, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, and uh, uh, we're helping to make uh, uh, forward our experience, for example, in Uzbekistan. And uh, really much appreciate for your invitation. Hope to 
get into nation, uh, in, in interesting uh, uh, conversation. Thank you so much and happy to have you. And last but not least, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and this session is sponsored by, uh, by uh, Fiber Telecom. So I'm really happy and proud to have Michele here. Michele, um, get a minute to, to introduce yourself and then immediately go into your presentation because I know it will be interesting. So please. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Michele Canella. I'm the head of the business development in, uh, at Fiber Telecom. There's a wholesale network operator which aggregates with an agnostic and network approach all the tech infrastructure available in Europe. Today, I will show you a quick outlook at the internet change points at network location facilities operating in Italy. And I will. So, who can sing in the day? Can who you can sing? Hear me now? Better. Better. Okay. It sounds like rain, don't you think? The noise you hear, it sounds like rain, but okay. in Roma, so. It's better now? Yeah. Okay. No, no more rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I will show you a quick outlook at the Internet Change Point and Neutral Collocation facilities operating in Italy, and how they can work combined together with the aim to keeping the local traffic local. Okay. I'll start by showing you where the Italian high access are located and how they can work, they work to best serve the network operators. Up to date in Italy, there are about 1,400 network providers which operate their own autonomous system. There are four national internet exchanges and uh, there are also Dekix at Palermo and Minap and Equinix at Milan and about 100 data center facilities throughout the peninsula, which are more or less current neutral. We all know that strong, resilient, and efficient network connections are crucial for carrying out today's online contents, both live streaming and on-demand videos. All traffic, as traffic continues to rise, ISPs continues to be a virtual part of the internet ecosystem. The ISP should connect their network as at nearest internet exchange by swapping routing and data with other ISPs at local hubs and should never send local or regional traffic to long distance network hubs or through a tier one provider that isn't well connected to the network ecosystem. The first and the biggest one the mix Milan Internet Exchange, operating from 1996, has been established as a company in the 2000 Milan. It has 368 members and hit 1.85 terabits of peak traffic. Its peering network spans through the nine data centers in the Milan metro area, plus two remote peering platforms active in Bologna, which is located in the Northeast, and Palermo, Sicily, where operates since 2017 within the OpenAdMed, the first local carrier neutral data center. The second is the Namex Consortium, as I told uh, just before uh, Maurizio, born in the mid-19s within the University of Rome. Today it counts, it counts 205 connected networks and reached 434 gigabits of big traffic, right? There's also a new one just activated in Bari, in Bari, which I aim to contribute to decreasing the distance between contents and internet users in the region. Now, XBari will also have an international role linked to the presence of the submarines cable that connect Bari with other countries in the Mediterranean area in the Middle East and Asia. In this slide, you will see uh, Namex and Mix activated the new pop outside their places of the region. And this is the part of the decentralization process undertaken, driven by to make it easier for the local communities to exchange data at the local level and by the need to provide to their customers access with the less latencies as possible to the contents and the application data. <coughs> 
The third one, born in Turing in 2002, is the Topics Consortium. It has 128 members and registered the all-time peak traffic of 220 gigabits during the first slowdown in the 2020. Topics has a well-distributed network architecture. It delivers its peering services across Piedmont and Alsta Valley. Its main focus is to well-serve the Northwest ISPs and regional public, public administration. The fourth and the last one for the Italian exchange, and the smallest one is the V6 in the NAP of the Northeast, operating within the University of Padua, where it was born in 2009. It has uh, today uh, 57 connected networks and recently hit 97 gigabits of peak traffic. V6 plays an important role in the quality and resilience of the internet for one of the main industrial areas of the countries of the country. So there are also the DECX Palermo operating within the Sicily Hub, where it was born in 2015, has 23 connected networks and recently hit 97 gigabits of peak traffic. DECX Palermo is located closer to North Africa, the Mediterranean, the Middle Sea, than any other European pinpoint. It's also connected to all the cable landing stations in Sicily. DECX Palermo is part of the largest neutral interconnection ecosystem. With the Globe Peer service from Palermo, operators can be peer remotely, can peer remotely with the networks connected at multiple other DECX locations worldwide. Oh, sorry, I forget to <laughs> go ahead with the slides. Okay, this is the right one. Telegeography notes that international bandwidth in Southern Europe has seen over 30% compound hundred growth since 2016, representing an overall increase in transmission capacity to the region of almost 200%. The Mediterranean is a key passageway for the uh, global telecom networks. The majority of submarine cables connecting to Europe's Mediterranean coast converge to southern France in Marseille and Sicily in Palermo. Italy is located at the key intersection point along the global internet highway across the Mediterranean region. Connecting the Americas to the west, Africa to the south, and the Middle East and Asia to the east. This table shows the cloud science ranking of the data center ecosystem in the EMEA region. The only one that has presence in, in Italy, but only in the north of the country, is Equinix. With its four data centers in Milan and a newcomer one in Genoa. Interaction, now digital reality, has not present yet, has planned to build a new data center in Rome, but they're near uh, ready to go is delighted quarter by quarter, but this time it's expected uh, before the end of 2024, next, not next year after. All the other players are substantially missing from the Italian market. Okay. The data center demands from the enterprises in Italy is primarily addresses, addressed by the big telcos, Team Fastweb, Vodafone, Wind, and from the new merging companies, Retelit plus Irides, and from Aruba. There are also two big players in Italy, Data4 and Stack Infrastructure, formerly SuperNAP, that offer facilities suitable for hyperscalers and the global operators, but they are present only in the Milan metro area. One of the bigger players in the Italian data center market is Aruba, that has under construction a new data center in Rome, which completes its offer alongside the historical ones in Arezzo, Tuscany, and Ponte San Pietro, which is located near Bergamo in the Greater Milan area. In Rome, there is interaction that also has under construction a new data center that expected to start activity as before in 2024. The growth in demand from the users requires that networks and content providers must move closer to the network edge to satisfy these rapidly growing needs. 
as traffic and content inevitably move to and from the southland even before, ever before, Rome, Bari, and Palermo are compelling network hub places to address this demand and where to build new data center facilities. According to a new report by Markets and Market, the age data center market is expected to grow by 165% in, in just six years. From its value of today, $7.2 billion, the age data center market is set to achieve a GAGR of over 20% to reach a value of more than $19 billion by 2026. Okay, experts agree that the center providers have made significant strides with their sustainability efforts. A necessary power-hungry sector today's data centers are expanding and improving their use of renewable energy, developing innovative approaches to cooling and employing many other efficiency enhancing methods to meet their green ambition. Like so many other sectors, the data center industry has been suspected of greenwashing, where sustainability promises are simply user as PR tactics to impress customers. Technology innovations and new ways of thinking will further the work that is already being de deployed. For example, the ability of data centers provided to harness renewable energy source has been game-changing the industry pursuit of a greener future. Finally, let me spend just a minute by talking about fiber telecom, one of the best connected networks in the world. FT operates a resilient low latency IP network which serves more than 100 AES, announced uh, about 700 IPv4 network prefixes, and point, as point of presence operating in the more than 30 data centers in Italy, its network is connected to all the internet exchange in Italy, and in the four main network nodes in Europe, London, Frankfurt, Amsterdam, and Paris, also known as FLAP. Fly, right now, FT is connected to more than 30 IXS in the industrial relationship established with more than 4,000 networks worldwide. Fiber Telecom aggregates and connects many fiber optics infrastructure and build of this its own IP network, which stands, which stands out for quality, performance, and resilience. FT network is almost a cross-connect away from any data center of the main metro area in Italy. Thank you. Grazie, Michele. Grazie, grazie mille. So, any questions for Michele? No? You were so clear. Everybody really knows exactly what you mentioned and what you shared with us. Thank you very much, Michele. Thank you so much. Okay. So, guys, let's talk. Let's talk. So, what do you think about the Italian style? Huh? 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 You like it, right? Okay, guys, um, let's get a, grim, a glimpse around the world with, uh, with, uh, with the panelists. Uh, we have nicely around the table how it's going and what, what their view is on, let's say, the IX landscape and then the, the co location landscape they see from their uh, perspective. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Also, let's start in London. So, Urami, what, what do you think? But what is your, how do you see? What's your view on the on the on the IX landscape? What, what's happening? What are the key drivers? What's what are we facing? Right. I'm happy to kick it off, and I'm sure that we'll find a lot of similar views on the panels, but maybe some some uh, friction as well. So let's see where we go with this. Um, but I really think, you know, for me, having been part of of uh, this this industry for a while, I can see that there's a change going on. And in the last 10 years, you've seen a complete change in the interconnection landscape. So 10, 15 years ago, IXPs were just really about interconnecting networks. So in order for you to get your Netflix uh, content in your home, your Netflix provider had to um, interconnect with your cable provider, for example. And exchange points played a critical role in interconnecting all that. 
Um, but really, exchange points is actually in some ways very simple, but it's really much more about the community and all the value add you get around it. And we see that as the interconnection landscapes has changed, uh, exchange points are changing with it. We can see that there are new players coming on board. So I think 10 years ago, where you had different players at different layers, that is all changing. You have data centers who are fiber providers, you have CDNs who run submarine cables, etc. And I think many of the exchange points that are mature have actually also adopted to this because they, they by interconnecting so many players in one place, it is the optimum place actually to provide other services as well. And we can see that there are a lot more enterprise and finance customers coming in. 10 years ago, it's maybe just more traditional networks. And it was the network engineers, the very technical people interconnecting. Now you see businesses who rely on cloud and interconnection who come to NIXP. So for us, that journey has really been about um, making sure, since they're already at the IXP, making sure that we can create this one-stop shop. Uh, we understand that different players have very different needs. If you're a traditional CDN or a network provider or you're a bank, the needs are very different. So we're not trying to force a one model on everyone, but we're trying to offer interconnectivity options and service options so that any play that comes and interconnects can also use um, whatever a plethora of services that they that we co-locate with us. So I think that enriching of services is really what we're seeing. And I think we've started that journey, but I think it's just just the beginning. So okay. we'll start thank, with that. Thank you. Let's let's stay in Europe. Walter, what are you doing better than the guys from London? What are you doing different? <laughs> just throwing a, a just a nice curveball, you know. No, we're we're good friends, uh, and and we work together quite uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, we don't operate in in the UK. Uh, Links don't operate in in the Netherlands. As long as I've not missed any news. So let's forget about the coffee and the cookies. Let's yeah. get in there now. <laughs> no, well. You know there is there is a there is a change in the market and it's and it's not just in the in the IX market but I guess the, the whole market is is changing and the technologies um, that that are being used to uh, to connect are changing. If we, if we look ten years ago, uh, you know MPLS was the thing, um, you know, and and that is completely well I won't say gone, but that that landscape has completely changed. Uh, IP transit uh, coming on strong, uh, cheap. But at the same time, there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of concerns around privacy and, and security on on those services, and I think that's where you know we as an as an industry come in again. You know, we we underpin the you know the, the foundation of the of the internet and and the interconnection between um, uh, between organizations, where we need the networks. Um, but but at, at the end of the day, we we need that physical uh, connection where where everything comes together. And we've seen a lot of new players come on board, I guess. Uh, if we look at different geographies, you, you could say they're in different stages of matur maturity. Uh, if we look at the US, if we look at Europe, if we look at Africa, if we look at the Middle East or Asia, you know, they're all in different stages. So all the, uh, um, all the regions are also different. So it's hard to, you know, kind of put one Later. statement on it. Yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, come on. Well, yes. Jump I, in. Jump yes, in. because I uh, I want uh, we resonate on that and the change of the market. Far and too much. Yeah, you 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 want to uh, steer it up, this up, but I think the commonality is not to steer is also very important. And in fact, I want to answer that from our customer uh, experience side of things. Then instead of us we we are as a data center um we also attract a lot of enterprises right and in the last that uh, 10 years uh, that uh, rani and walter mentioned uh, there has been a huge push towards uh, digitalization for enterprises too so if you don't have a, a you know a digital presence now you, you don't have a business that's very well understood so not only on the network side but also organizationally these organizations 
positions are uh, forced to create positions like CIOs or uh, chief cloud uh, expert positions and etc. So what we are hearing now is um, it, through this journey, they need handholding as enterprises. And uh, that one-stop shop works very well. And in our case, the example there for that kind of platform uh, is uh, Equinix Fabric, which is a uh, private interconnect service, which originally started for the CSPs. You know, you want to be close to the um, um, cloud providers, right? But now it's expanding. Our ex in our experience, it's not only the you know going for the cloud, but also this other network service provider or that other person who can help with my supply chain. I'm talking about coffee coffee companies here, coffee manufacturing. I like coffee. Yeah, right. Walmart. <laughs> so we see these also that kind of transition, and they're coming for. Uh, we are helping them as a data center with the digital. Um, um, uh, uh, services uh, side of things. We also have that with that trans, um, digital transformation journey. And um, so from the IX side, I think uh, that being so in the core of networks and networks connecting of IX, now there is a recognition that we need to push that towards more on the platform level where uh, these are connected extra that we can help the enterprises to onboard better where you know uh, cost efficiency is some uh, important sustainability supply chain can be supported because you know sending physical infrastructure now is is quite difficult right uh, we have chip shortages etc so uh, those uh, kind of services one-stop shop coupled up with uh, network, uh, virtual network functions are on, are on demand. So there is a huge change on that level too. So Thank again, you. from uh, from MPLS to, uh, to, 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 to SD1, SASE and uh, NFU. Yeah, exactly. So gentlemen, on, on my side, so um, what's, yeah. what's your take on it? What's the landscape? What, what do you see? It's uh, our experience is um, an Italian experience, mostly. It's, uh, That's always the best. But it's very similar. I mean, uh, um, um, first of all, uh, I think our main rule is that to be trusted by this community of, uh, of industry that are the internet service providers. Uh, Italy is characterized by the fact that in general, in all the industry, we are the country of the medium and small enterprise. This is also true for the internet service providers. So we have this long tail of medium, small internet service provider, apart from the Italian big guys uh, and uh, international guys, well-known guys that uh, day by day uh, work with this uh, local enterprise in every region uh, because uh, I don't know, maybe for our culture, uh, all this, most of the thing was uh, based on, on, on trust. No? So uh, sometimes uh, enterprises uh, that have to face this problem of digitalization prefer to you know, take their service from a, from a local ISP instead of uh, the big guys. That whole world that also has uh, their big market, maybe in a, in a largest company. So our rule is to try to make, make a, you know, to build a bridge between these uh, different worlds, between uh, these enterprises, uh, ISPs, uh, and uh, try to help them. Even uh, uh, thanks to the fact that we day by day collaborate also with, uh, with, uh, with the colleagues that are here. So we are partnering with uh, M6, we are partnering with the links. Uh, and uh, this helps also a lot uh, uh, to, to us. Uh, our main goal in these days is to connect uh, who has the contents, we are old style school, to who, who has the connection uh, until, uh, until uh, the last uh, mile, that means a customer and enterprise. So that's why uh, we were able in the last year to increase a lot of, uh, of uh, our number of members, uh, because we have to fill that gap here, here in Italy. Okay, so so again as well, what I hear is experience and and sort of customer experience, but also trust and building bridges and trust. Exactly the thing what Daniele this morning talked uh, talked us through. So that is really typical for the market. How Absolutely, I think for us, I, maybe I can talk even for the others. But uh, be neutral, uh, be trustable, in for the community is uh, I think the most important things for okay. us. Cool. Let's go virtual. Let's go to Kyle. Kyle, what can you tell us? What do you, what do you see in Africa? What's going on there? 
What's happening? So in our region, I think we've experienced a lot of what the European region has experienced, but in a very condensed period of time. Uh, we started the internet exchange in Uganda, for example, in 2001, because until 2009, East Africa didn't have submarine cables. Uh, and so we were a bunch of satellite-based islands paying like four and five thousand dollars a megabit. So yeah, you're land, you're, you're you're landlocked, so right in Uganda. But even 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 the coastal countries didn't have submarine cables landing uh, until 2009 in East Africa, right? So we were Africa is kind of late to the game, and so internet exchanges were critical. But now, since 2009, for example, in East Africa, we've seen. Uh, these islands uh, start to require cross-border interconnection to distribute the capacity inland from the submarine cables. And as that happens, uh, you start to get regional traffic growing. Uh, and you can see this on Telegeography's latest intra-Africa maps uh, and the growth there. And as that happens, carrier neutral data centers have started popping up. And now across Africa, we see an explosion uh, happening with these facilities. And of course, every single carrier neutral data center wants to have an internet exchange. And uh, now we see uh, the likes of AMSIX, Lynx, DKIX, and others coming down from Europe uh, to start launching exchanges in our region. Uh, so we have London and Kenya now. Uh, so a lot's, you know, and that's, that's caused some, it's been a bit disconcerting to some of the incumbents, but in a way it's also a good thing because, you know, we have to style up and, and innovate and offer new services ourselves. Uh, so yeah, there's been a lot happening in our region over the last uh, 10 or so years. Okay, cool. Uh, but, but let's hope that, that the content, which is now 99%, which is going out of Africa and then coming back, stays a bit on the continent. And that will be probably the next step in the coming years, right? Well, it's actually better than that right now. Uh, we, we, if, again, if I keep referencing telegeography, but they've started doing intra-Africa traffic maps, I think, since 2016. But you can see the dramatic growth of intra-Africa routes, whereby we're sending traffic between countries instead of just going all and back and forth to, uh, exactly. to Europe to go between countries. And that's a, that's a result of, of data centers popping up and content being uh, deployed uh, in region. Yeah. It's already happening, but indeed, we're looking to increase that and uh, and, and be more, uh, let's say, internet independent. Uh, it, it, it will come to the continent, trust me. It will come, you know. That's why you're there. <laughs> Eric? That's good. Eric? All right. Eric, can I yes, respond please. to that? Please. Uh, because Kyle, Kyle makes an interesting uh, remark, you know, with, you know, it, it almost feels like you're in a word to kind of the big internet exchanges that, you know, now jump into Africa and, 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 and come and uh, take the business. And we've made a very conscious decision as AMSEX to, uh, to go to Africa, but we also have a very strong vision around working together with, with the local uh, uh, internet exchanges to aggregate demand and aggregate um, uh, the, the content in order to fulfill that kind of distribution function. So, you know, we, uh, uh, we really want to make a, uh, an effort and, and, and we're doing this in, uh, in cooperation. We, uh, as you mentioned, we, uh, we are moving into, uh, into Nigeria, into Lagos with, uh, with Main One, uh, which is an Equinix uh, yep. company. Uh, but, but the goal is really, and, and I'd like to reach out to you, Kyle, uh, you know, to, to work together like we do in, in Europe between uh, a couple of internet exchanges to work together with the local ones so that we can strengthen uh, the, the local ecosystem rather than, rather than break it. And let's not forget knowledge sharing, because I think that is, that's a big thing as well you, you bring. I'm just going to jump in as well because I think, you know, we like to pretend that we are, you know, that we, there's friction or there's, there's uh, competition. But I think it's actually also one of the things that I particularly enjoy about this part of the industry that, you know, we all have lots of different hats and different roles and, and um, we actually work together a lot. You know, we work together between the IXPs. Stop you know, the coffee and cookies. <laughs> But, and I, I think, you know, I'm the chair of the URIX, the, the Association for All IXPs, and we actually work together to try to educate these new players that are coming on board, and it's a joint effort. And, you know, Maritzi was also mentioning, we work together. And it's not only because, you know, we all like each other, but it's also because we see it's good for the industry. It's good for the market. And, and uh, we can create synergies, not just where we are, but also on new continents. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Are you open for that, Kyle? Uh, yeah, well, so I deliberately used the word incumbent when I described the exchanges that, that might temporarily feel threatened by this because there was a time 
when the actual incumbents were threatened by internet exchanges. But actually, once they stopped dragging their feet and the internet exchanges popped up, there was a bigger pie for everybody to eat from. So exactly. I, think, I think the same evolution is going to happen here. I think it's just, you know, it's a, a change in paradigm and change is hard. And, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I see it the same way. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, Roman, I mean, the, these guys are... Uh, coming in between <laughs> okay very interesting and of course so i'm joining to uh every one of the previous speaker and you know actually one important thing i would like i, I would highlight uh Feliz already mentioned that uh they are not only a native uh, uh data center but also have uh, be be become a ix so who we are now at the moment uh, we can see, uh, uh, I would say that uh, taking view in the past, uh, we came from the just one point when the six, pe uh, six people, uh, for example, as MSKIX in 1995, decided to combine the network. Uh, it was the uh, two ISPs and three uh, university. So now at the moment, uh, it's not on linear IX. It's, uh, huge number of services for the different companies, for the different countries. And um, at the moment, who uh, the main, the key customer at the moment, for example, MSKX is uh, uh, with focus not only in the ISPs as usually. We can see the interest in uh, enterprises and uh, it's really important for us to cover to cover this, we have a good relation partnership, for example, with Edikix. Uh, we are much appreciate for this partnership, and um, we can see that they do the same. So it's we're moving together uh, to each other, data center to IX, IX become like ISPs, and uh, this is much more important, I think, than geographically only ge in geographic uh, uh, deployment. Uh, of course, uh, sorry, despite all of the situation, uh, MSKIX still are highly integrated in international telco industry. And um, I think it's, it's really important to keep connected. So, so coming back to the, Nurani, you, you mentioned the, 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 the one-stop shop, you know, and the, what you want to do. So, and, and enterprises we saw already, and everybody nowadays is after the enterprises, right? So, um, if I may start with you, and maybe we'll, we'll do a quick round here. Um, um, how can you support the enterprises? How can you, let's say, translate, um, let's say, what kind of services you can bring to them to help to, help to support them, actually, make sure you get them on board by the end of the day. So, what are you doing for them? Right. Well, um, so from our perspective, um, enterprises actually come to us. So we, we very early identified that we need to, to serve them. Um, and really, when it comes to enterprises and, and exchange points, it's, it's really about taking them on that journey to take control of their entire infrastructure. Because traditionally, in the past, enterprises would rely on one upstream provider who would provide them with the connectivity. Um, and now they're realizing that their entire infrastructure should actually be something that they control, both in terms of, of uh, business decision and technical decisions, but also what Felice was saying, you know, you have your enterprises today are not little offices that sit disconnected and dial in through modem, right? There are cloud services that they're using. There are um, there's infrastructure that they have, you know, in a distributed fashion. So okay, okay. So sorry to interrupt you, but, but in that process of engaging, do they engage more with you guys, or because some, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, do they understand it, or do you need to educate them? Well, there's both. There's both, and and some of them understand some of it. They understand that they want to take control of the infrastructure, and then that's it. So then we need to guide them and explain, okay, so this is where, you know, you can, by controlling the way the traffic flows between you and, and other parts of the internet, there might be cost savings, there might be better performance, there might be security enhancements, et cetera. So again, it's about understanding, we always go back to what is the customer needs. And um, so I think, and I'm not going to take up all of this, but I, uh, all of the time, but I think, you know, as, you. as exchange points, uh, 
you said you talked about core, you talked about bridging. I know Varta likes to talk about that we're the internet plumbers. Uh, but I think, you know, we provide the infrastructure. For us, that is incredibly important to provide that interconnectivity infrastructure that others can use. So from our perspective, we need to be a step ahead. We need to be able to provide that before those customers come to us. So I'll just finish with one quick thing because I saw as I was coming in uh, from the airport, this ad that says, uh, il futuro è qui. And it actually reminds me of one of the, my favorite quotes from William Gibson that says, um, the, the future is here. It's just not evenly distributed yet. So we are providing that so that the future can come and actually be evenly distributed. Okay, let's see how the plumber is, so the so-called plumber is reacting to what you just said. Walter. Well, I can't say I agree <laughs> because I get a slap on the wrist again. Now, I think looking at, the, looking at the enterprise market, I believe that there is a, uh, a growing uh, uh, desire to control the network. And my belief is that that's, that's mostly uh, driven by security and uh, um, uh, privacy concerns. Now, concerns, concerns more, or that's key? No, I think those concerns grow. Uh, I mean, the, the world is digitalization, digitalizing, uh, so there's more and more uh, on, online com communication and, and exchange of data. Uh, there is more and more uh, 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 piracy and hacking, etc. So, so the internet has not necessarily become a safe place over the last uh, 10 years. You, you could say it's broken, you could say it's perhaps ill, uh, I don't know, but there is, there is, I guess, uh, a, a big concern when it comes to, to security. And I think that's the biggest driver for enterprises to, to try and connect, you know, outside the internet directly with their applications. And, mm -hmm. and that is exactly what internet exchanges can, uh, can fulfill. However, we, th there is an, there is an ISP or an, a service provider or, uh, you know, any kind of provider in between for that connectivity, um, you know, and, and they, they play a role today. And, and how that role is going to change over time, whether that's going to be integrated into uh, an integrated service with an internet exchange, um, yeah, time will tell. Uh, we've had some very interesting conversations with, uh, with customers, but I don't think uh, we, we as internet exchanges could, could do it ourselves. Okay. Roman? Uh, yes, uh, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree, uh, but uh, still keep in mind that we are still IX, that's the core. And uh, uh, it become more and more interesting how uh, uh, the profile of the key customer changing, for example, in MSK IX. Even uh, enterprise, if they have a strong enough guys within a, a team who are interested in how to make the BGP, how to do it right. We uh, really help, uh, trying to help uh, to each customer, to each member. Uh, and it's, uh, I, I think that might be future, uh, some kind of uh, changing the, uh, changing the uh, profile of the customer, as I said, because we are focused on a digitalization of the economy. That's the way we, uh, we cannot cancel. And uh, it's important to keep in mind that we should be uh, in a step above. We should uh, try to understand what people will be uh, wanted in, in the future and try to combine it with like a one-stop shop, uh, uh, different services, for example, VLAN, if you want to, okay, we have uh, enough facilities within Moscow, if you want to combine your internal network. Oh, okay, you want to have uh, DNS, okay. If you want to have uh, security, some kind of DDoS uh, uh, um, security, that is all we, what we have via our partners. But, but, but still, in my, in my opinion, I would, I would highlight that, that that's the right way, but we should keep in mind that we're still eyes. It's like a core, it's like a... Um, it's very important to keep it. <laughs> so, if I can jump um, so before that, so all shoemakers, 
just make the shoes. That's what you're saying, right? Don't try to sell cigarettes and suits, but just stick to the shoes. That's what you're saying. So please, Maurizio. Yeah, but if you want to talk about the shoes, you have to also talk about uh, uh, different kinds of shoes, which kind of shoes you have to wear, in which occasion, and something like that. This is our rule. I think this is our important rule, maybe unique rule. It's, uh, it's not so frequent that inside a, an industry, you can find uh, uh, somebody that you can trust. Now, the dream of everybody when we are I don't know, booking a hotel or try to choose a, a restaurant is to ask to somebody that we can trust. This is exactly our most important rule, let me say, because yes, we are infrastructure. So maybe we are not the most uh, complex uh, uh, industry in, in the world, but at the same time, uh, we have, uh, you know, this uh, is a very special rule to be trustable. We have to be trustful. In fact, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, that's why I think that most of the exchange points are not for profit. This is an important thing. It means that if you have a profit at the end of the year, you don't share with the, with the, with, with the owners, but you took that, that, that profit inside the company and continue to push to develop uh, your knowledge, your things, you try to understand what's, what's, what, what's changing in, in your world. So I think that this is a, uh, an important rule. We, we are um, similar, this is another point, but not equal. That means that if it, it, depending from uh, the country, from the country where you are, the things are similar, but not are the same. So one of our rule again is to, to, breed, to, to, to build this bridge, to, to, to face the local community of internet service providers and try to you know, help them and, uh, in, uh, in, in trying to understand that uh, if they do something together, this uh, can help them. Okay, so coming back, are the enterprises like, Ramon tells us, coming to you or are, are you more coming to going to them? Or what, what, what's the trend you see? Well, um, I think that they are ahead respect to us as, as Italy and uh, what, what happened and what helped us uh, even, even in the past, I think also in the future, is that we can uh, you know, learn from what they did because it happens a little bit later here. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they started to come and what we see uh, is that uh, they speak a little bit different language. When okay. a network manager or, or a manager uh, came to us, uh, it's, it's not like uh, when you meet uh, an internet service provider, big or small or medium, they speak another language that seems to have a, another needs, but at the end of the day, this is our rule. We start to talk with them. We try to face their needs and try to explain what they can uh, do uh, for goods if, if, we, if, if they interconnect to us. Security is, I think, one of the drivers. And that's why they are digitalizing. You know? they, they move to digitalization and they start, and, and they move from the piece of paper to something, to, to these bits that you know has a, a lot of good things, but some other problems. So they come first and then they say, oops, there was something with security, right? Oops, or not. Anyway, um, Kyle, we have to move on. Um, from your perspective, uh, did, did, do you have the pleasure that the, uh, that, that the companies are coming towards you or, or do you still need to explain to them? It's mixed, it depends. It depends uh, on the stage of development of the enterprise, right? In our region, we really have to engage and handhold, probably not too dissimilar from Europe. There's a lot of enterprises that, that run large networks, but they don't have their own autonomous systems. They don't have their own IP space. They don't know how to do multi-homing properly or whatever. And so, you know, we've got we've to be proactive and go out there and engage. Uh, but we also do see some coming to us at the same time. So it's a, a bit of a mixed bag, but we are also, mindful of the fact that this is kind of controversial uh, in our market, in Uganda in particular, because traditionally we're interconnecting internet service providers and now we're interconnecting our customers' customers. And, and, and that can sometimes be uh, contentious uh, in a price sensitive. Uh, All right, guys, the people down there, they're hinting towards me, Eric, it's time, it's time, it's time. I don't want to stop, I want to, don't want to stop. I just continue, but we'll wrap it up. So if I can ask you, um, 
what's your takeaway? Well, what should people look out for? What is there? What can we expect? What's your what's your outlook? Your glass bowl. <laughs> So, um, well, among uh, the panelists here, I guess we, we are one of those organizations that work with, in numbers uh, considered. Uh, we work a lot of with the enterprises. So they need to come into the board. Like the future is digitalization. So these networks, uh, while they start very uh, immature, there is a long way for them to mature that uh, uh, growth. We understand that. But as long as you put the customer in the center of business, you will get that demand. That's how we started. And um, uh, put, putting them due to this, uh, in the future, there will be more security. I definitely agree. Security concerns. There will be sustainability. We need to go green. So uh, physical to digital will be even more amplified. Uh, and also cost reduction. Uh, to, because these again uh, the, the, they are not making their money out of their networks they have other businesses so network is the facilitator for them now and we can introduce that uh, all, all these panelists here don't tell their, me you're going to make a cost center sexy and funky will you? well that is one of the requirements that we hear a lot it needs to be cost sensitive make it for funky. me yes so if you tick those boxes uh, enterprises are learn, willing to learn and they, there is a shift from coming to private network towards the day in public internet uh, then the curve is a little bit uh, slowing down you know pushing them up that uh, educational uh, slope but yeah uh, the future is uh, virtual and digital that's my all right Rani. no i can only agree and i and i think uh, again we see that uh, we see this this trend i think for us our challenge, but also our opportunities actually to bring them on that journey. Uh, and it's it's not only about understanding their needs, but understanding their job to be done. You know, so Felice was, was describing this, that, you know, they'd make their businesses elsewhere. So for us, we're not trying to solve all the problems in the market, but we're trying to see um, in order for them to do their customer's job to be done, what are the services that we can provide? And for us, it's about that diversity of, of connectivity so we can enable that digitalization. Cool, Walter, some famous last words. Thank you. Um, the, I, I guess the, um, uh, the, the thing is, what I've, when I look ahead, um, you know, and, and specifically when, towards the, the enterprises, something's gonna happen. And 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 something is going to change, and there will be forces, and it will, you know, we will we will touch. And I think we should we should be well aware, um, you know, of, of any kind of channel conflicts. You know, we're talking about our customers' customer. Well, oops, you've got to be you've got to be careful. Uh, but but things will change, and I'm I'm interested to see how they will change, and um, you know how we can cooperate, how we can create a, a, a working model, which is which at the end of the day is good for all of us. Uh, because this is not, well, at least for us and for, for the majority of internet exchanges, not extremely profit-driven. You know, this is not about making, just making money. This is about being relevant. Uh, you know, our mission is to, to, to build a better society by creating a better internet. So that's what we need to contribute to. So I'm personally always very interested to see how we can, uh, how we can form alliances rather than trying to do everything ourselves. And let's see what, what, what's, uh, what's going to happen. Interesting. Roman, just a quick one. Yeah, you know, um, very interesting to hear uh, everyone. And um, in my point of view, there are no any some kind of controversial. Uh, it's uh, the IX of the dream in future for me. It's the, the core, as I said, it's IX, it's like a, brilliant uh, because we for example we have a really brilliant uh, technician team guys and i know how they are motivated how they're um, uh, like when when they doing something for example uh, uh, deployment of rkpi for example that was the tough task but we did it yeah for our customer even if the customer is saying uh, Okay, you did? Okay, no. We don't need it uh, at all at the moment, but uh, anyway, we did it for our customer. It's not about money. 
it's about uh, it's about the customer, but customer in a view for not not, not taking money, but taking even emotion. Uh, and the other hand, we can uh, develop uh, develop the uh, one stop shop uh, for the customer, the other services. And uh, in my point of view, there are no any problem to combine it to uh, to push and see what what is the result, what what is the feedback. That is what I think. Okay, thank you, Maurizio. I don't want to be uh, too much polite, but I think that uh, occasion like this one. Then don't is, be polite. No, but in uh, uh, occasion like this one is the is the is the, is the one where we have uh, to look for, no? Uh, to discuss together, to share experience. Uh, so um, uh, it, it is true. We are we are infrastructure again, but this infrastructure can be used in different ways. Can be explained in different way. Can you you can adapt it in some way? It's always infrastructure. We are somebody say the airport on the internet, no? something like that. It's, it's this up. So I think that we have to continue to be, to, to continue to be updated of, of what's going on and try to change uh, as a consequence. Okay, thank you. Kyle, you know what's gonna happen now, huh? You have the famous, famous last words of this panel. Take it away and tell us what will, what's, what's going to happen. Well, my key takeaway is that the internet industry is continuing to evolve, right? IXPs are expanding their role in the value chain as well as their global footprint. Uh, I think incumbents need to think strategically about how to continue to provide a competitive value proposition and the new entrants need to be mindful of their impact on the markets they enter. Uh, but in the end, I think all this will be for the good of the internet. And that's why we're all here, isn't it? Thank you so much. One important notice, sorry. Uh, uh, I used the uh, uh, customer, but that's wrong. Uh, much more important to understand, keep in mind, to use the member. For IX, it's our member, member of our community. That's a very important difference for, for me, too. Okie dokie. And for this, it's a wrap up. I would first of all like to thank you, the audience, for listening to us. I hope you found it interesting. Don't don't go anywhere, because in two minutes we'll start talking about the data centers. So we we'll go a bit more in deep on the data center side of the infrastructure. So uh, thank you for thank you very much. I would like to thank Michele dearly. It was an honor having you here. And